Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Uh, this your boy R.O.C. Mike and I'm jumping off the porch with Dirty Glove Bass. Still remember all them days when we ain't had nothing. I couldn't wait until that day to get a bag pumping. Dropped out of school early. Right, so we got the one and only RMC Mike jumping off the porch with us today. Yes, sir, man. It's a blessed beer. Nah, I appreciate you coming here, man. Big fan of you know your music and your movement and all that too, man. Yeah, so nothing but that. love, bro. Yeah, man. So what have you been working on here in Atlanta since you touched down, man? Uh, I'm really just like on the press run right now. You know, what I'm saying I dropped that that junior season. Mm-hmm. So like it went crazy. That's it did hard, what it was bro. supposed to do. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying so. I'm just doing it back. A press run on that. Okay. Give me y'all what's going on. Let y'all know what's going on. I feel that. How do you like working here in Atlanta compared to back at home in Michigan, man? I love Atlanta, bro. It's, it's kind of hard not to love Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? It's like, especially for me, like, I'm, I'm Midwest, baby. I'm up north. The weather, the food, just the scenery, oh, it's yeah. all different. I love it, though. Yeah, especially if you're doing the music, man. This is the place to be at, yeah, for sure. Yeah, doing them, especially for the music. Like, why wouldn't you want to be in Atlanta? Yep. Oh, yeah. Fuck with Atlanta the long way. Nah, definitely, man. I think Atlanta fucks with you too, man. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, but let's talk about Flint, man. So what's new up there? What's the culture like these days right now, Mike? Uh, it ain't too much going on, for real. Mm. That's the thing, like, I mean, there's still, still new artists and shit that can be developed. Like, we got a lot of new artists around. For, I ain't even gonna say new, but we got a lot of artists working hard now. Mm-hmm. They see this shit there, they're possible. They they working hard right now. You feel me? Everybody trying to get another. Like I said, we do this for Flint, so. Yeah. We trying to bring, so it's, it ain't about us no more. We trying to bring some other people up. You know what I'm mean? saying? I think that. Yeah. Flint is always going to be home, man. Yeah. I love it, but it's time for me to get up out of there. Oh, for real? It's about that time? Yeah, it's about that time. Nah, I understand that, man. So. You know, like you're talking about on the music tip, man. Oh, the Boy, music it's been on turnt. fire these last couple no, of the years, music man. Turnt. That's what y'all see. The thing is, our music always been turned. We just ain't never had a, the opportunity to showcase the world for real. Mm-hmm. It's like, we had the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? It's fine that I can tell you right now that doing it. Rio, Jay, Louie, me, and Pac-Man. Yeah. We like the face of Flint right now. It's a lot of more other people, like, don't get me wrong, you got Kid, Grams, they rep Flint slash mm-hmm. Beecher, which is Jay too, he Flint yeah. slash Beecher, so they, they doing their thing. Everybody just doing their thing right now, man. Yeah. I'm proud of it, for real. It's like, that shit dope, that shit dope. 
Yeah, it's like I, what I told Louie and what I told Jay, man. It's like all your boys fuck with each other too, mm. man. So I feel like that played a huge role in like shining that light on the city too, no, man. That played a huge role in yeah. it. Like, I'm just gonna be honest. I feel like it, it wouldn't have happened without one of us. Mm. Like we all had to, we had to come together. It just wasn't gonna be no one that just gonna do it for everybody. Like we all definitely played a role into Flint. Absolutely. Raps. Yeah, because so many times you hear like uh, artists coming from a smaller city like Flint, and it'd be like, I'll ask them how it is, they'd be like, man, everyone there hating on each other. The artists ain't really trying to fuck with each other. Yeah. And they'd be like, man, I feel like that's why we being held back too, because there's no unity in the city. Yeah, it it kind of used to be like that. Like it's just now starting to be more unity, but it's all about progression, man. We progressing as a city, so. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna try to make this shit work, man. You only get one opportunity. We gotta seize this shit. Real shit. Nah, that should definitely work, man. Uh, so let's take it back before the music, Mike. So what were you into as a kid growing up in Flint, man? Man, honestly, I was into sports, bro. Okay. Like I played damn near, I played. Damn near all sports growing up, man. Mm. The baseball, you wouldn't even, I played soccer, man. You played soccer? Hell yeah. Well, what position you were playing? Man, I, I don't even know the position, man. <laughs> you wasn't no like, goalie, though, right? You no, know, I wasn't no goalie. I was out there really trying to do some shit. I scored a couple of times, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit like that, but just coming up, baseball, basketball, wait a minute. Basketball, football, I played football. Football was like probably the most I took serious. Okay. I played it in high school. Ninth, tenth grade. Yeah, I played for Northern High School. I was a little bigger. I was on the line. You feel me? Hmm. I really ain't care about having the ball though. I didn't want to hit it. You just want to hit someone, right? I didn't want to hit somebody. <laughs> so, you know, that was me growing up for real. Like just big into sports. Okay. So when would you say you jumped off the porch? Then how old were you? Uh, by the time I dropped out, so I want to say like. 10th grade, 19th grade, freshman, hmm. sophomore year. You know, sophomore year for real, for real though. Like my 10th grade year, it's like, you know, you at, the, you at that stage where you trying to find yourself. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know what was going on. Nigga started, nigga jumped, tried to school, dropped out of school. I started making a little money. You know how that fast money shit goes. Nigga started making a little money. Nigga said, fuck school for real. Nigga jumped off the porch and did what he had to do and figure it out. Yeah. But don't get me wrong, I went back to school. I went back and got my GED. Okay, there you go. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, but I was already so far back. I'm like, I'm not finna go back to no regular school. Yeah, not to do another whole I'm two like, years. I'm like, I'll just go take, cause I'm not, I'm not a dumb motherfucker. I really was smart. I just made a lot of bad decisions. Hmm. Like I used to have like my teachers just shit confused. They'd be like, yeah, come to school. I'm the type, of, I was the type of nigga that Nigga, I'll go in class, do all my work, and then act the ass. <laughs> Fuck around, get put out and shit. So it had the teachers confused. Like, man, he's smart as hell, but he just want to be a, a clown, you feel So, yeah, like I said, I just went back, got my GED, fucking started working a nine to five job, bro. Where were you working at? Man, I done worked at so many places. I really was like, I was, mostly I was going through like temp service and shit, you know how that shit, yeah. and working in the shops and shit. So basically, just bouncing around. Bouncing around shop for real. Yeah. I think my longest job I had probably was like a year and a half, two years. That's yeah, it. At one spot. Hmm. So, trying to find my way, bro. Nah, I understand that, man. I swear. 
Did you have any big homies, any OGs out there? Or were you, like you said, just kind of figuring it out by yourself? I mean, I ain't really gonna say big homie OGs. Like me growing up, see, I got I got all sisters, bro. Hmm. I always wanted a brother. So it was like, I looked up to my big cousin. My big cousin Travis and like all his friends, they like five, six years older than me. Okay. So it was like, I looked up to them for real. Cause I, like I said, I wanted the brothers. And they was like my big brothers. So I wouldn't say really like no OGs, but them the people that really like know me the most for real. You know what I'm saying? As far as being a guy. Mm-hmm. Just so it's like, I always look up to them like when I need something. Advice, it can be anything. I can always call them like, look, what you think about this? What you think about that? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that was it for me. I got you. Oh yeah, I can't forget my Uncle Buddy. Yeah. I never forget my Uncle Buddy. It's my baby. He always was there for me when I needed. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with advice for anything. Nigga, I could be broke. Hey, Uncle Buddy, I need a couple dollars, you feel me? That nigga look out for me, like for real. That's love right there. Uh, that's about it though, for real. I got you. What was one of the biggest lessons you learned while being out in the streets then? The biggest lesson I learned out of being in the streets is that the streets don't love you. Like, all oh, that, it's just a bunch of fake love to get by, man. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Some motherfuckers don't love you, bro. At all. So that's what I can say. They don't love you, bro. So the best thing is to get out the streets. That's gangster to me. Niggas always talking about this gangster shit. Nigga, that's gangster. Get the fuck out the streets, man. Yeah, I feel like that's always supposed to be the goal, is Hell to get yeah, out of the It's streets. like, motherfuckers don't glorify that shit, though. I mean, you got certain people who do, but all these young niggas, man, they lost, bro. Just like I said, I was, I was them at one point. I was lost. I ain't know what the fuck. I was in the streets. Like, fuck it. But as you learn and you grow, you look back and reflect on the shit like, bro, that shit, it ain't worth it. Hell no. At the end of the day, it ain't worth it. Music opened up my world, man. Yeah. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. You know what I'm saying? For me to even look back and realize, like, that's all somebody needs for real, bro, is an opportunity to realize. Some people don't get that opportunity, you know? Some people are always going to be stuck in the street because they don't get no opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, it's sad, but it's reality. Yeah, it's like, usually if you're in the streets, there's only two ways out. It's you only two ways, man. This is what I kill niggas with every time, man. They ain't me two successful street niggas. Not even two one, man. No, that's real. But I don't know none, man. Mm-hmm. You got to get out, man. Personally, I'm talking about, I ain't even said street niggas. Let me reword. I'm talking about drug dealers. Hi, I'm Allie Raisman. I've been living with migraine for a while. As an athlete and gymnast, I was taught to just power through the pain. Now I use Ubrelvi or Ubrojapan to treat my migraine attacks. As soon as I feel a migraine attack, I take Ubrelvi, which provides me with quick relief. Once I get relief, I go on with my day. I'm partnering with Ubrelvi to share my migraine story. Ubrelvi quickly stops migraine in its tracks within two hours without worrying where you are. 
Most people had quick pain relief within two hours. Ubrel V treats migraine attacks in adults and is not for prevention. It's available by prescription only. Do not take Ubrel V with strong CYP3A4 inhibitors. Tell your healthcare provider about all the medicines you take. Most common side effects are nausea and tiredness. My hope is that by sharing my migraine story and the relief I get from Ubrel V, it can help someone else. Ask your doctor about Ubrel V, the anytime, anywhere migraine medicine. Learn more at ubrelv.com or call 844-4-U-B-R-E-L-V-Y. Sponsored by AbV. Name me two successful drug dealers. One, I don't know, man. He's either dead or in jail, man. Nah, for real. And I'm just keeping it real. Nah, that's There you true. go. That's the answer to your question right there. Yep. So at what point did you start making music and see this as a way out? Uh... See, the music shit really complicated. It's like this. This RMC shit right here. With my brother's shit, bro. My brother Benny. Like, he was probably like him and Pistol. My homeboy Pistol, man. Free both of them guys. You feel me? But I started. They they was the big music heads. Like, I always loved the music. I always listened to it before. I'm talking about before I was doing music. Like, they was the music heads. Like, they both rap. So I used to dip and dabble with them a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do a couple songs here and there, fuck around, but end up meeting Rio. Hmm. And me and Rio met, and it was just like, we clicked, bro, and it, it, it was weird. It was like, we went to my nigga Lil E crib. A lot of people probably know Grind Hard E, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He rapped doing his thing too, though, but we, we went to E crib. He had like the get out house. You know how that shit is, man. All y'all niggas meet up, y'all get down whoop. But he had the booth too. <laughs> so they, we used to just rap. We used to just get out here and rap, bro, and just make music. Make shit for us to listen to though. Like, and it was like, nigga, this shit started getting out in the streets slowly and slowly. And then it was like, to the point, nigga, they got to start demanding this shit. Nigga, like, y'all niggas, y'all niggas gotta rap. Like, y'all, you feel me? Once we started seeing them views and shit going up, bro, that was all the motivation we down there needed, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, shit, this shit down there in 10. Then he could get his first check off music. It wasn't really shit, but it was something to us. Cause like, nigga, this off music. Mm-hmm. Nigga, first check was probably like, my first check probably like eight, nine hundred dollars, bro. <laughs> but I'm like, damn. This opportunity. Hell yeah, it's like, damn, I can get past. He's like, yeah, so I'm like, nigga, all I gotta do is keep rapping and I can make some up. Yeah, nigga, all we finna do this all. I don't give a fuck if it ain't no twenty, thirty thousand dollar check. We gonna grind, nigga. You feel me? Like let's do it. And it, that that what took a nigga serious for real. And then it was like, damn, there one of our idols acknowledged us. Which I say that is Big Bro Pete. Okay. And I say that because. Nigga, as Flint niggas, we grew up listening to nothing but Detroit for real. All the Detroit artists. And you know, P been big for years. Absolutely. So it's going up to a nigga I used to like, man, bro, like, you know, like, damn near, like, feel like a real fan, nigga, man. Like, bro, I used to bang your shit, bro. I used to go to school off your shit every morning. And now you like my brother. You ain't like my brother. You my brother. You feel me? Like, that's big, bro. So that's all I love, bro. Ghetto boys, RMC shit. MCD, the whole game, and that's what I like about them, they all together, man. IUR, Wavy, got all this shit, this shit together, bro. It's like one big movement, man. We doing it for a bigger purpose. Absolutely. 
Did he just reach out to you online? Did he run into you? Did uh, you guys actually, already have like some this. type of relationship? Or? It was like this. Our homeboy KD, free him, you know what I'm saying? He was rapping, he called hard. He was hard in the city, but he was tapped in with the niggas in the D already. So he went down there, he was hanging with P one day, and Rio and KD got a son together that's rough, and it was fucking the streets up at this time. And P's, he heard it. So he asked, he asked, uh, he asked KD, like, man, who, who your man's, like, who, who, who you rapping with? He's like, that's my nigga Rio, woo woo. So basically, like, bring that nigga to me. Yeah. So, long story short, boom, he got in touch with Reed. Reed went down there, started fucking with him. And with the music shit, at this time, it's kind of hard to listen to Rio without hearing me. So, it was on some like the same type shit. Nigga P and Rio was hanging. Rio let him hear shit. He like, man, who's your man? Like, <laughs> y'all two like y'all compliment each other too well. Like, who, like who's your man? Like y'all, y'all doing that? And shit, it happened like that. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I linked up with him. First thing that nigga told me, like, bro, you rough. Real shit. Like, nigga, you want to get rich? You want to make some money, man? <laughs> God damn right. I just need you to rap. They just, you feel me? Shit like that. I'm like, shit, it's all. It's all from here. Yes. So that was a big blessing right there. I ain't going to lie to you. And that was what, 2018, 2019? That was 19, I want to say. Okay. Oh, 19. So you still kind of fresh into this shit, huh? Man, I'm like, yeah, this shit. And just the fact that he acknowledged the nigga was big enough for me. I'm like, man, you know, like, nigga, you peasy. Nigga, you been doing this shit for a minute. Yeah. You, it ain't just like he was just big in Detroit. Nigga, you big over the world. All around this bitch still to this day. So it's like, like I said, bro, I just look at everything like a blessing, bro. I'm just trying to seize this opportunity. Yeah, I'm sure that was motivating to you. Hell like, yeah, that's yeah. all the motivation a nigga needed for real, man. Yeah. You saw me, they gonna work hard about it. All I gotta do is rap, bro. And I could do. I never. I never was a jury type nigga. None of that, bro. I was stuck in the loop. Oh man, I ain't. But I nigga down there can afford this shit now. So it's like, man, <laughs> never in a million years, nigga. I don't a hundred thousand worth of jury, bro. That shit a dream come true down there. Nah, it should change quick, huh? Hell yeah, this shit changed quick. It's all over in two, three years span. So just imagine five years from now. I keep putting that press on, doing what I'm doing five years from now. It can be up, nigga. We can be making millions around it, For real. Uh, going back to you and Rio, man, kind of just talk about that chemistry when you guys are in the studio together. It's unmatched. He... <laughs> I'm going to put it to you straight raw like that. It's unmatched, bro. Like, I don't know. I, I don't even know how it came about like that, bro. It just... The energy, the vibe, it was just there, bro. Like I said, you would think I, me and Rio damn near grew up with each other from kids. <laughs> How we, you know what I'm saying? Cause we, we so much alike. That's what it is, for real. Like, we alike in, like, so many different ways. Yeah. Like, I always used to see the nigga around the neighborhood. But like, like I said, we ain't, we ain't get close to them in, like, ninth grade, tenth grade. Okay. In high school. So we down there grown at this part, you feel me? Figuring it out with well, teenage, 17, 18, shit like that. So, but that's been my baby here, he's six, man. Bro, for real, free him, man. Free yeah. Rio, they know what's going on, man. 
How's he holding up in there, man? Oh, Louis said he's doing great. Oh, I'm going to tell you, he good. <laughs> Baby in there knocking that time down like a man. He's going to come home and be the superstar he always planned to be. Yep. You know what I'm just waiting on, I'm waiting on that out date. Hmm. It's up. You know what I'm saying? I'm waiting on that out date. You guys got some music still stashed away? I'm sure you Hell do, man. Hell yeah. Come on now. Yeah, nigga did so much motherfucking music. I got definitely got some shit stashed away. I often be getting a little bit of that shit, a little glimpse of it, some more of it. So yeah. You guys gonna do? You guys plan to do another Dumb and Dumb, or is it on to something now? Since Ooh, you already did the three. I knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's a possibility. I'm gonna put it like that. Cause it was like we ain't know what we wanted. Like continue the series, or like switch it up and go with some whole other shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So you definitely gonna get a lot of more music together, but we don't know if we just gonna continue with the Dumb and Dumber series or not. Or we, or if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. But we gonna switch it up, so. Yeah. But y'all definitely gonna get a lot of more music. Nah, I'm already knowing that. Yeah. I think what listeners um, pick up right away when they listen to your music, Mike, is your voice. It's the voice, man. Man, have you always sound like this? Were you like the kid in, you know, fifth grade with the deep voice? (laughs) No, that's the thing, (laughs) though. Like, I really don't know where this shit came from. Like. (laughs) I would just, I could let y'all hear some music that I probably did probably like uh, probably five, six years ago. I did not sound like that. <laughs> I sounded like a little kid. For real. I swear to God. I don't know, like I, like I was telling you, I don't know if it's because I smoke. I don't know if it's tobacco or what. I don't know what it is, bro. I just woke up one day and my shit was just, huh. <laughs> What's just that? Motherfucker telling me I need to clear my throat. No, my throat clear. I just, <laughs> I just sound like this, you feel me? I don't know what it is, but like I said, it comes in. That's another blessing of mine. Absolutely. It's, it's you know, very distinct, make, man. That no separate one's gonna... me from a lot of everybody yeah. down there, my mm-hmm. voice. And then it be fucking it up when people really mean me. And as soon as they hear me talk, like, oh my God, he sounds just like he rap. <laughs> they think you'd be faking it in your music or some shit? Song, like, bro, Putting some really effect on like that? He rap, bro. That's really what it is. That's why she's stuck like this. <laughs> How'd you get locked in with Yachty, man? I know you guys dropped a bunch of music together. Yeah, hey, shout out to Big Boat. Yeah, I fuck with him, man. That's, that's a proper show. Uh, really, it was awesome. He tapped in with Rio. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He saw Rio with son. And I remember this day like it was yesterday, because I was out of town. I think I was in Cali. And Rio sucked me a son. Like, right at 16, where he just dropping 16 to this. <laughs> so I'm listening. You know, Yachty come on right here. So I, he didn't I probably, tell you Yachty was on I, it? I get probably 30, 40 seconds into the song. I got it stopped. And I called Rio back like, bro, this, this Yachty. He like, yeah, bitch, you like, nigga, do your verse, send it back. I'm like, girl, I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's up. You feel me? Because I'm like, don't get me wrong, I wasn't no big Yachty fan. I know of him, you know what I'm saying? But that nigga big out this bitch, you feel me? So I did that verse so fast. I, when it did it, right then and there, like, stop everything I'm doing. Like, we finna figure this out real quick. Go drop <laughs> it and send it back to him. Yeah. And it's been up every since. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. It's been up here. He said, Yadi, a brother of mine, for sure. Yeah. It's like you said, because he's got that big platform, and for yeah, him yeah. to share it with with Flynn and with Detroit, like, yeah. that was a big... I want to nationally, uh, or whatever, globally, thank my brother, though, for that, bro. That shit you did was real genuine, bro. You didn't have to come do that. You know what I mean? He did that on the Connors Heart, and he came and did a whole album man, yeah. with Detroit, Flint, with Midwest artists, put it like that. Mm -hmm. It really pushed it, though, like, made sure the world heard this shit, like, cause we got a lot of talent up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I can't thank him enough for that. That's, that was big. Nah, that's real shit, because, you know, yeah, you always get your shit. haters, and right? Like, a lot of people trying to say he's trying to ride the Michigan Yeah, wave, they say it. They, but they it's like, more he like he's sharing his platform. Y'all didn't know what his relationship is with us, bro. This ain't, this shit ain't for fake. This nigga came out my hometown, bro. He came to my hood store, man. You a million dollar nigga, bro. I gotta respect you for that, man. Ain't no other million dollar nigga come to my hood. Motherfuckers say Flint, oh hell no, I ain't going. That nigga came and vibe with us, man. In the hood, man. Yep. At our studio, in our hood, living in our, sitting in our living room, shit like that. Like, bro, that shit. That's a genius. You can't get more, more genius with it, bro. Nah, for real. He like, fuck just knowing you niggas. I want to see where you niggas come from. Like, where? You know what I'm saying? A nigga came down there a couple times, came and fuck with us. Uh, you and Louis Ray, man, got a lot of bangers, man. So, me and Louis, did you meet him through Louis. Rio? Like, how, how did that whole uh, connection come through? Who, me? How did I meet Louis? Yeah. Hell no. I well, yeah. It came through Rio, but I been knew who Louis was because Louis was always popping at home. Yeah. You know, Louis been rapping for like ten years. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He damn near OG this shit. But he was always, he always had like the big name influence. Until, I, mean, I ain't gonna say until he still is, but our shit that got global now. Like at first, his first couple of years ground, I know he probably told me, like he was just popping at the crib. Mm -hmm. So I already knew who he was, and then once me and Rio clicked, you know what I'm saying? It, it had to evolve like that. We all around the same people, so. It happened like that. Yeah, it seemed like it was real genuine too. None oh, of that yeah, shit was forced or nothing like that. Hell yeah, we could, like I said, couldn't do it without him. Yeah. Couldn't do it without him, bro. Everybody played their part into this shit working. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he played a big part too. Yeah. I got to ask y'all the, the creative um, this song, Thick With No Ass with Y and J. <laughs> What was that session like? Were you guys in the studio together? Man, yes, bro. We did this in the apartment, man. We was at, <laughs> I, listen, we was at Levels, man. L.A., downtown L.A. Hmm. You know, my baby Grease, Wade, he had to, we, you know, we traveled with the studio, so and we just in the apartment bullshit, bro. I'm telling you, that's how I came out. We just fucking around, bro. It's getting high, drop, making music. <laughs> You know, his that that part was already going crazy off another song he had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he like, nigga, he like, fuck it, bro. We just finna do Dick with No Ass song. And I'm like, I gotta be a part of it. <laughs> you feel me? I'm like, I gotta get on that. He like, shit, come on. And it was history. Yeah, I, think we're really I heard that song big, though, so he was crazy, because that song really not big at all. For real? It's big out in the world, oh, though. Yeah. Like, you go to Cali and Florida and shit like that, like, they like that song, bro. That's why that bitch got two or three million views. Yep. 
that's one of that's one of the big ones though. Yeah, I think what really sticks out with you know you guys' movement and Flint is you guys are having fun on these records, man. Yeah, I'm you ain't taking this shit like so serious. Like, nah, man, we trying to have fun, trying to let the world in on this shit too. That's what I, I tell everybody, yeah, bro. We trying to bring fun back to this shit because it's like. With being an artist, bro, you already got to be so serious at so much shit, bro. But, like, nigga, this the crab, bro. This something you're supposed to love. You got to have fun with this shit. Loosen up. Yeah. Just have fun, bro. You never know what can happen, man. That's how the Coochie song came about, man. Mm-hmm. Jay and Louie and Terry. Because, like, they were real serious artists, like, making real songs with a hook, real meaning to it, all that shit. Like, they was real artists. He was telling me, like, bro, just loosen up. <laughs> loosen up a little bit. Like, bro, just have fun with this shit. No bullshit. Me and Rio was telling him. Two days later, the Coochie song was big, got made. <laughs> and look what he did. Yep. So it was like, you know what I'm saying? It's open they had, they literally had fun making that song. And look at what he did. Nah, for real. That's all we try to press to everybody, bro. If you're going to do it, have fun with this shit, bro. Uh, you and Lonnie Bands recently dropped that Dirty Glove Bastard song, yeah, man. Yeah, we had to, man. Me and Lonnie had to, man. We bringing fat niggas back in style, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, like, no, that was, like, I was a fan. I was a fan of his. Still is, you know what I'm saying? We grew up. This band game was probably one of the first motherfuckers we was listening to. Mm-hmm. And they were popping when they were young, too. Yeah, I can say him. Him, Biggs, all of them. Like, them niggas was tripping back then. Then... It was like it was just so many of them. That was the big thing for us. It was like, bro, five, six, these niggas going crazy. So, yeah, we down there had to make that happen. Yeah. Um, you're still independent, right? Just got the partnership with Empire? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm sure labels have been reaching out to you, man. Are you interested in signing with a label? If you were, what would it take, man? What do you look for out of a label? I don't know. I just, if it's some, I'm just playing like this, bro. I'm really not looking for looking to say, but if it's some life changing shit, why wouldn't you, bro? Any man coming from the gutter, nigga coming from the, why wouldn't you, bro? If everything right, paperwork right, y'all hit me with some outstanding numbers or something, and change my life for real, bro. My people, why wouldn't I take that chance? But that ain't really what I'm looking for, man. I'm ghetto boys for life. I'm still RMC too though. Don't RMC for sure. Just ghetto boys for life, man. I'ma put it to you. I feel that, man. All right, got the new project, man. Junior season. So, sir, go stream that right now. You don't know. You need to figure it out. Let's just talk about the growth from rookie season up until the junior season, man. How much do you feel like you progressed as an artist these past couple years? Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, bro, like, I progressed a lot. Like, far as just new sounds, different new sounds, like using different type of beats. Y'all see, in junior season, 
I gave y'all a glimpse of like them their industry style beats at the same time we still got our up tempo energy type beats and shit mm -hmm. like that. I was just trying to give y'all a variety of different means on there. And just show you like, okay, I can I'm more than just shit talking for real. <laughs> like I can make a song for real. That's what I'm on now. Like lately that's what I've really been on. I've been on trying to make a song. Like to come together with hooks. I'm doing hooks now. All type of shit. Yeah, you used to just trying, be rapping. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just, just rapping, rapping, trying to find my way. You know what I'm saying? Even though we created a way, I'm just still let y'all know that, okay, he can do more than just shit talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to use auto tone. I'm trying to sing on some shit. You I know what I'm saying? <laughs> All type of shit. I'm just trying shit, bro. I mean, that shit talking shit going to always be in my blood. I can always jump to, back to that like that. That's easy. Yeah. I'm looking for something that's challenging to me now. I'm trying to become more of an artist. Do you write your raps or you just be punching in or you do a little I'm bit of I'm a punch rapper, bro. I ain't writing none of that shit. We just gonna go in there and go off the mood and the feeling and we just going in there and go. Yeah. And the beat damn near tell you what to say though. Like you get them beats and they talk to you. If you a rapper, you know what I'm talking about. It's like them beats, they talk to you, some of them. They didn't write the song for you. Nah, for real. For <laughs> <laughs> real. Did you have a personal favorite song on junior season? Uh, honestly, I like Make Sense. Okay. And if you all didn't know, that was like, I added that in there at the last second. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, that song just gave me an overall good feeling. Like when I listen to it and I just ride to it, it just give me like a good energy. As far as to the beat, to the lyrics or what it I was actually saying, you know what I'm saying? So it's like that's probably that's probably one of the ones. Oh, and all or not. That shit hard as shit. Cause I was man. in my feelings on that, bro. I, I was just I wanted to let y'all know something. Hmm. I was brave, really took y'all into my world. Like I already let I already vent a lot. I vented on that one. What were we going through that day when you were Yeah, it was, it was a lot. You know, them days you had, you just had tough days some days. And that was one of them days. And I just wanted to let y'all know where I go. I wanted the people to understand me a little bit more. So I dropped some jewels on that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? So. And fans fucked with that one too, man. Yeah. That should have been going up. And all or not, that one big, man. Yeah. Bro, give it to my world a little bit more. What's the next video you plan to shoot off of there? What is the next video I'm going to shoot over? Uh, well, you got something stashed away already? I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I do, actually. Uh, next video, I'm probably going to give you all the dog strong, though. Okay. That's the next video I'm going to give you all of the album. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So it's senior season. Is that next? Oh, yeah. You know I've got to come with it. Graduation day. <laughs> it's time to graduate now, you're... That's going to be the last one in the series then? It's going to come call senior season, graduation day. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We on that last year shit. You got to, it's time to go on up to the big world now. Hmm. That's what I'm looking at. I'm, I'm finna try to start working with like more bigger artists. I'm trying to step into that world. That's what I'm on. See, what y'all don't know is that I'm dropping these as how I'm going with my life. It's time to elevate. After senior season drop, I'm hoping that shoot me up there a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 
I'm trying to go play with the big stars. Yeah. You want to manifest some Hell of these yeah, artists? That's, you, that's all I'm about, bro. Yeah. Manifest it. Write some goals down. Get them done. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm on, though. That's, that's what I'm trying to do with seniors here. I feel that. Man. I'm trying to graduate to the big league. Are we going to have to wait to the end of the year for this, or is this coming summertime? or? It's a possibility I can get it for summertime. Okay. It's definitely a possibility. But, you know, I can't really speak too much on it, but just know y'all definitely going to get it. I feel that. So, what was your reaction when you saw the, your name on that rap caviar list? I'd be always. Anytime your name a part of anything, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially Flint. It's, it's more of a blessing to us getting noticed. Yeah. By rap caviar, you feel me? And then it's a lot of names under there that y'all probably don't know. That's all I need to look out for. Because them the people that I was telling you that's back in Flint that's working their ass off right now. Trying to, you know what I'm saying, be heard. That's what we work about. We want to be we want to be heard as a whole, bro. We don't really like, we not tripping about no selective view. We want to be viewed as a whole, bro. So we can bring everybody up. That shit's beautiful. Yeah. It'll be beautiful for Flint, man. Now the doors is wide open for them doors to come open. through. Man. That's what we telling people. And I ain't even, I with the with the with the the door being open, I'm telling people that ain't even necessarily gotta be music. It's people looking at flip people, period. I don't give a fuck if you write books, cook, whatever, like bro, is fuck around be the next big chef off this bitch. Anything, you know what I'm saying? Act, anything, like. It's just the, the light on the Midwest right now, Flint, and now more people starting to talk about Flint. Mm-hmm. So this shit can help you, but it ain't just gotta be about rap. It ain't gotta be about music. Photographers blowing up. We got beat man's blowing up. Shout out Energy, man. You know what's going yeah. on? Like, come on now, it's a, it's a lot of shit you can do. Yeah, everyone wants that Flint sound right now. Yeah, man. everybody love that Flint sound, rough and rugged and raw. So it's like, <laughs> why wouldn't you? Definitely, man. Definitely. We different, man. We brought a whole way to the game. Yeah. You got any advice you can share to the youth, to the new generation coming up right now, Mike? Man, the new generation, my best advice I can give to them is stay consistent at whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever it is. Don't speak it on. It ain't got to be. It could be other things you did. It ain't got to be music-wise, but. Just keep a good mind too. Keep a good mental, good energy, man. Stay positive. You know, life itself tends to knock us down sometimes, but you just gotta stay strong. Man. I really believe that you can do this shit because it, it's definitely possible. It was times I couldn't, I, I didn't believe nothing. Man. Like I, I'm just living life at this point, lost. Like I said, I was lost, bro. But this rap shit. Open my eyes to a lot, bro, to the world and just to me as a person. Like, it's really a whole world out here you can see, man. You can conquer this motherfucker if you want to. You just gotta, you gotta see the goal and you gotta go for it, man. Work your ass off, stay consistent. Wise words right there, man. You got a shout out you like to give before we wrap it up here? Uh, shout out to everybody, man. There's damn near too many names to, you know what I'm saying? First of all, come on, my brother Rio, big shots out to him, you know what I'm saying? We already know, free to get on. Big brother Pete, 
Wild Camp, shout out to my manager, Isler, sitting right behind you. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody, bro. All right. If I miss some names, or I ain't just say you specifically, though, it's shout out to everybody that played a part in this shit. Literally. Like from the bottom of my heart, man, I couldn't have did this shit by myself. This shit take a whole team, nigga, a whole crew behind you to make this shit pop, bro. So I'm shouting out everybody. For real. Still remember all them days when we ain't had nothing. I couldn't wait until that day to get a bag pumping. Dropped out of school early to make some fast money. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.